Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> I, you know, I just, um, I always have that little bit of angst about preparing a party and not having anybody show. And so anyway, so, so thanks for making that happen. Um, this is our last family chapel service for the academic year. This is May. Next month is summer. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, can you, Josh, can you back this off just a little bit? Because I, I sound like I'm talking in a gym and it's just us. So, we're going to take a look at a variety of scriptures today. I need you to grab the Bible in front of you and turn to Psalm 148. Psalm 148. We had it surrounded. <laughs> it was, you were in the book anyway. <laughs> I want us to read this scripture responsibly. Uh, so I'll read the first verse, and if you'll read the, the even-numbered verses, we'll, uh, we'll begin our worship that way. Uh, stand, and let's read together. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights above. Praise him all his angels, praise him all his heavenly hosts. Praise him sun and moon, praise him all you shining stars. Praise him you highest heavens, and you waters above the stars. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He set them in place forever and ever. He gave a decree that will Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all ocean depths. Lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding. You mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars. Wild animals and small cattle, small creatures and blind birds. Kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth. Young men and maidens, old men. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. He has raised up for his people the Lord. The praise of all his saints is The people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. You may be seated. Take the Bible again and turn to Revelation chapter 21. And I've asked Aaron to read the first six verses for us. Well, come on up. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city. New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them, mourning or crying with them, and will be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eye, every moment of death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. 
for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink, without cost from the spring of the water of life. share prayer requests. I'm convinced that our worship, our crying holy is as much about offering to him the things in our lives where we need him to work as it is for uh, us to just thank him for what he's done. Um, I, there's a handful of illness running around. Chuck was going to be here this morning, but he's home ill. Um, need to continue to pray for Sharon and for Laurel and for Kathy and the rest of her family. My list is a little short. What else, do we ne what else do we need to pray for? Who else do we need to pray for? You're all good? <laughs> Jan? Hmm. In March? Okay, all right, thanks. Uh, Grayson was laid off from his job in March? Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, good. We're, we're glad for you, and we're sad to see you go, but we're glad for you, good. Okay. Anybody, I want to take this way out. It's an unspoken request, but you want us to pray for you? Let me see a hand. make it possible for us to uh, say your name, to worship you. You make it possible for us to recognize your presence. You make it possible for us to be uh, incomplete, imperfect, and uh, ill, wounded, and still be yours. We're so grateful for all of the ways that you're working in our lives. We're so thankful for what you've done. We're so, um, we're so honored that you care enough about us to uh, empower us and enable us and give us discernment and, and wisdom uh, strength, courage. You address our fears. Uh, you welcome our questions. Uh, you comfort 
our pains, you uh, heal our diseases. <clears throat> Holy is the least we can say. We do give you thanks for all of the ways that you've worked in us um, collectively as a, as a college. Uh, again, the, the year's been um, the year has been more than we could have ever uh, thought could have happened. And uh, certainly not everything that we had hoped it would be. But collectively, uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ, and as members of this ministry family, uh, we're grateful for your continuing guidance, your continuing provision for what you have for us uh, as a ministry as a college, and the lives that will be changed and impacted and brought into your presence because of our work and our effort, we give you praise. And we want to collectively acknowledge the, the illnesses that, we're, um, that are part of our community, um, Sharon Matson's um, pain and condition and all that goes with that, we pray for Laurel and for Kathy and for the rest of their family as they, as they trust you with her, and with her, um, in, in, in with her recovery. Yeah. Pray for the other people in the room, and the people who aren't here have been impacted by death, um, have been impacted by illness. Uh, we thank you for their recovery, their strengthening. We pray make them whole. We pray for Jan and for Grayson, uh, the unknown, uh, the questions and all that comes with, with this change. Uh, speak peace to them. Uh, remind them of your presence and, and, uh, and grace them with the ability to trust them with your fu their future. Uh, for the other concerns that we've brought with us, uh, we, um, we give them to you too. They are our act of worship. We pray that you will continue to speak to us um, through your word uh, for your sake. Uh, we want to be transformed into Christ's likeness. And, and so that's why we've gathered. Pray for Cheryl and for Neil and for their new adventure. Um, bless them. Bless those folks in that town in Oregon. Uh, both those who are part of that congregation and those who aren't yet. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. We give you praise. Amen. Amen. There's another scripture passage that I need you to, to read um, or to grab. It's Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11. Um, I, I just... I, I, I really do get a little anxious about whether or not anybody's going to show up. Um, I, just need you, I just need you to know. And, and also, also need you to know that um, the, the text that we're looking at today uh, come out of the lect lectionary readings for this week. Um, uh, 
You know, sometimes in settings like ours, um, sometimes in settings like ours, when we work alongside each other, it's possible to take advantage of this. Um, when what I mean is if I've got an axe to grind or if I have a point to make, then when it's my turn to preach, well, then I get to make my point. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why I'm using the lectionary readings I did last year, and I'll, I'll do it every time I preach, is that I want the word to set the pace, not my agenda to set the pace. So Psalm 148 is the psalm reading for this week. Uh, Revelation 21 is one of the gospel readings for this week. We're in the Easter season still, and so there are two gospel readings and not an Old Testament reading, or, or two New Testament readings. And so this Acts chapter 11 reading is the second one. Okay, so follow with me. The apostles and the brothers throughout Judea heard the Gentiles had also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, you went into the house of uncircumcised men and you ate with them. Well, so Peter began and explained everything to them precisely as it had happened. Well, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. So I looked into it, and I saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds of the air. And then I heard a voice telling me, get up, Peter, kill and eat. So much for belonging to PETA, right? Okay. I guess he wasn't, they didn't have that then. I sure, I, I replied, we'll have to talk to Janine about that, Tom, kill and eat. Um, I replied, surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. Interesting that Peter would say that. Well, the voice spoke from heaven a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was all pulled up to heaven again. So right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift as he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could oppose God? Well, when they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto life. The word of the Lord. Okay, so those are our texts. And I was trying to get a sense of what this was about. So go ahead and give me the next slide. And so my, my take is, my feel is, is that the theme of these, four, these three scripture passages is ollie, ollie, oxen free. 
It was in the original text. They just edited it out because they didn't know how to translate it from. Okay, and then when I was doing the work with this, um, there is a wonderful website from, from Vanderbilt uh, Seminary that, uh, that lists all of the readings for the year. And they also include some art commentary. And so if you give me the next slide, they, they showed this picture. It is, um, the painting is called The Ravine. It's a Van Gogh, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, okay, so these are the two kind of foundations that I want to lay for our, for our moment together. Okay, so let's go to the next slide. All ye, all ye oxen free comes from all ye, all ye outs in free. You can see that, of course, can't you? When I was walking downstairs yesterday, and Virginia says, I know what that means. And I said, don't tell anybody. But someplace along the line, the, the assumption is that someplace along the line, there were English, English kids who were playing hide-and-seek, they think. Now, yeah, hide-and-seek or kick the can. One of those two. Or hide-and-go-seek is how I said it when I was growing up. Hide-and-go-seek and kick the can. And so when the game is kind of at a stalemate, which means that not everybody who's out, who's hiding, has come in or have been caught, or if all those folks running around haven't come to kick the can because they don't want to get tagged, we yell. Say it with me. Ollie, all the oxen free. Did you? Yeah? Okay. All right. So... And, but it comes from this, all ye, all ye outs and free. Now, the way some teenagers mumble their words, I can see it would, how it would mark from that without too much trouble. Okay, so that's the reason for the theme. And that's the reason um, I think, that's the theme I think is in all of these passages. All ye, all ye outs in free. Okay, next. And then the next slide. Okay, now what about this? Got an ocean? Okay, look close. Sherry, what are you pointing out? She's, she's talking to Jeanette in church. Uh, no. But, but, you know, Van Gogh, anything can happen in there. <laughs> Okay, I, I, it took me a while too. And then look right here. There's, there's two figures. Let me show them to you again. Two figures. My, my take. Pardon me? Oh, uh, it could be. Uh, uh, he just, you know, he didn't spend much time on the clothing. No jeans, though, so, so no snow. Where's Stephen? Yeah. So, so my take is, is that the reason they included this, this painting along with these texts is that these folks are coming out of the place where they had been, of this ravine. So the theme, Ali Ali, Oxen Free. So now, grab your Bibles. We're going to go back and look at all those passages again. First, Psalm 148. The point of the passage, the point of the, the, point of the psalm, 
is that all creation can and should praise Yahweh, praise the Lord, capital, all capital letters, praise Jehovah. He created them. He sustained them. They exist because he makes it possible. So he's worthy of their praise. So in that sense, when he says to, to, the, to the sea creatures and to the angels and to the fire and to the water and all that we sang about, and he says to us, praise the Lord, it's an invitation for them to come. It's an invitation for them to engage with him. He makes it possible to, in a sense, be free. To be with him. So, Psalm 148. Next, Revelation 21. Revelation 21. Now, I think the key verse for this, this short passage is verse 3. And in the New Revised Standard Version, they translate it this way, so let me read it to you from that. The home of God is, a, is among mortals. So let me just stop right there. The home of God is among usans. Mortals. The immortal makes his home among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God. They will be his peoples. They use plural. Because it's not a select little ethnic group. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. God makes it possible for mortals like us to be his. Didn't have to, doesn't need to, but he chooses to. He makes it possible for outs. You know what I mean? He makes it possible for outs like us to come to him. To, to be free. To be his. All the, all the oxen free. All the, all the oxen free. Third passage from Acts. Acts chapter 11. Um, Key verse, the key verse for the passage is, real, is the last verse uh, that we read together. Then God has given even to the Gentiles. Did you catch the even to? Then God has given even to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. If you look at the beginning of the passage, it is the apostles and the believers who are having trouble with Peter's story. Look at the beginning of the chapter again. The apostles and believers are just not quite sure that what Peter told them could really have happened. God moves beyond 
the apostles and the believers notion of what it means to be a chosen people. He makes it possible for folks who are regarded as religious outcasts to come in. To be free. To be with him. Now, now that's us, you know, right? Gentiles. I, I think we're all a part of that club, at least as far as I know. It comes from uh, the word that that word Gentiles is based on is the word from which we get our word ethnic. Ethnos. Really, it would be better translated nations or the ethnics. But its implication is Gentiles. And so that's why they translate it that, that way. And, and I think we're all glad that he made the grace... He made grace uh, capable or available to us Gentiles. Yes? Amen? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did, in, in working through this, I didn't want us to just glide over that. Um, I, don't think, I don't think we have a full appreciation for just how much we would have been scorned by the apostles and the believers because we weren't Jews. So, just fill in the blank there for a minute. Um, you hear the word outcast, social outcast, religious outcasts. I don't know who comes to mind. There are lots of groups that come to my mind. Um, the, the passage means that God has made redemption available even to the fill in the blank. Any group of folks that we collect together and consider as outcasts, he makes redemption available to them. So whether you listen to NPR or to Fox News, whether you live above or below the Mason-Dixon line, whether your first language is English or Spanish or he makes redemption available even to all the all the oxen free all the all the oxen free So it's essential then. It's essential to remember that God has said and is still saying to everyone, all ye, all ye, all ye outs in free. But there's something different about God, how God has said and is saying that to us. It's his twist on how he plays the game See, when we play hide-and-go-seek, it's the folks who are still hiding who have to come in, right? All the, all the oxen free, and then we wait for them. We wait for them to make the move so that we can play again. Please show up. 
When we play kick the can, it's the kids who have not been caught yet, who are still running around the fringes of the, of the circle, or running around the fringes of the park, who have to run to the center in order for the game to be over, in order for the game to be played again. They have to come in to the rest of the group. It's their move to make. But when God says to us and all creation, Ali, Ali, oxen free, he doesn't wait for us to make the first move. He comes to us. He finds us. He finds us in our hiding places. He catches us when in our running around the park. He intersects our lives and he says to us, All ye, all ye outs, in free. In free. And then waits for us to respond. We couldn't if he didn't. We couldn't respond to him if he didn't come to us first. It's not possible. See, because God comes to us, all creatures of our God and sing, uh, our God and King can sing hallelujah. He dwells with us, we're his people, he is with us, hallelujah. Even Gentiles like us, outcasts like us, can repent and have eternal life. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, and I think it's illustrated in Van Gogh's painting. Now, I didn't talk to him about it. You know, I didn't read the history on it. And maybe this is just the preacher and me. But my hunch is, my take is, my take is, is that this is, this person went into the ravine to find this one. And they're coming out because the one went after the other. And said, all you, all you outs, in free. In free. The one walking behind the first is now free because the first one went after him. There is a gospel reading for this week, and so I need you to turn to the book of John, and we'll consider it together. It's in the middle of um, John 13, uh, beginning with verse 31. It's in the beginning time with Jesus and his disciples. Uh, Judas has now been uh, called out, or at least recognized by Jesus. In verse 31, it reads, But when he was gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, well then God will glorify the Son in himself, and will glorify him at once. My children... I will be with you only a little longer. Uh, you will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new command. Love one another. 
As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men and women will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. In my mind, in my mind, Jesus' words to his disciples are just one more take on God's version of Ali Ali Oxen Free. Key verse here just as I have loved you, so you should also love one another. This is for us, and so I didn't want to be up there. God set the pace. He has set the example. We can all quote, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You want to finish with me? So that whosoever believeth in me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And he calls us to do the same. Just as I have loved you, so you're to love one another. His word to us is this. We're not to wait for the other to make the move. We're not to wait for the other to come in from their hiding place. We're not to wait for the other to stop their running around, if they only would. We're to go, we're to give, we're to love, we're to say to all those folks who make up our lives, all you outs, all you, all you outs, in free. In free. In his book, uh, Wishful Thinking, uh, Frederick Buechner writes, in the Christian sense, love is not primarily an emotion, but an act of the will. Love is not primarily an emotion. It's an act of the will. When Jesus tells us to love our neighbors, he's not telling us to love them in the sense of responding to them with a cozy emotional feeling. You can as well produce a cozy emotional feeling as you can a yawn or a sneeze. On the contrary, he is telling us to love our neighbors in the sense of being willing to work for their well-being even if it means sacrificing our own well-being to that end. Let me say the sentence again. He is telling us to love our neighbors in the sense of being willing to work for their well-being even if it means sacrificing our own well-being to that end. This is love, John writes elsewhere. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. It's his word to us today. That he intends for it to be our word to those around us tomorrow and today. Ali, ali, oxen free.
Let's pray a second. This is, this, Father, this is just plain impossible. Without you. You want us to love other people just like you've loved us. How do we do that? Well, well, we all know that you've showed us how. Uh, what we ask for is the ability to uh, love like you've loved us. And the folks who are on the outs with us, or maybe we're on the outs with them. We can probably manage groups of people, but it's those individuals that is going to be even more tough for us. So we want to confess that right up front, but we don't want to run away from what you've asked us to do. So would you, by your grace and through your spirit, uh, help us to see how to love like you love? So that the world will know that we belong to you. And so that others who don't know you yet um, will know that you've invited them in too. We pray it in the name of the one who makes it possible. Pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for worshiping together this morning. Go in his peace. We're dismissed.